All right, good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Uh, many, many changes um, from last week's session, which uh, I tried to prepare you for uh, as best I could. Um, so we have lots to talk about today. Um, I've gotten some feedback and I've watched this myself. I personally find the chat box um, really difficult to follow when you're trying to listen to someone. So if that, if that bugs you, I encourage you to turn it off. Um, we do have people on the chat box this morning. Uh, Dr. Aguilar, um, who is our assistant superintendent of Ed Services, um, and Cheryl Garman is our uh, special director of uh, many different uh, aspects of the district. It's her birthday um, today. Oh, and it is Cheryl's birthday today. Happy birthday, Cheryl. And she will be helping out uh, also. And she's uh, heading up our uh, distance learning um, for the district. So they will be available on the chat box. Uh, I'm not going to be able to take a lot of chat box questions today myself because there are a whole lot of questions that got sent in in the last 48 hours and I'm going to focus on those. And uh, Dr. Uh, Aguilar and Mrs. Garman will focus on the chat box. So, um, since Friday, we had the governor um, come out and, and whether you like um, the direction the governor uh, uh, went or not, um, he provided clarity. We know what the game plan is. We know what we have to do. And there's one thing we have to do. Our COVID numbers in this county have to go down. And they are going in the opposite direction right now. So we need everybody's help. If, you know, if we're going to have any on-site um, opportunities, whether it's this semester or whether it is in the spring semester, our focus as a community needs to be following the precautions. That is the only thing that we have control over right now as, as far as what we offer. Um, we, we received a mandate from the governor that if we are in a county that has um, exploding numbers, and we are, um, that we cannot have face-to-face -face instruction. Um, uh, again, sometimes on this uh, chat, I share with you some of the emails uh, I get, and I got a very angry email yesterday, basically stating that the educa educational uh, local leaders are making a huge mistake by um, not giving an in-person uh, uh, in-person on-site opportunity for students. That, that is not what we want to do. I agreed with uh, a lot of what the, the person had to say. Um, but that's not, we are not making that decision. We don't have a choice in this matter. It's not a county superintendent's uh, uh, decision. It's not a school board's decision. Your school board, myself, cabinet members, Principals all want an on-site option for students this semester. Um, we have fought for that, we prepared for that, and it has now been taken out of our hands. Um, so we have to deal with reality. I sent out the memo yesterday based on our current reality. 
And our current reality is that our district needs to prepare to be online the entire fall semester. Now, I, I will be very uh, clear with this. Uh, when I sent that memo out, um, I heard from um, uh, some folks that, Alan, please keep the door open for an, an A-B schedule. If numbers improve, that doesn't even need to be said. Of course, we're going to keep the, the door open for that. But that's not the information we're getting uh, right now from our county. Uh, I asked that specific question on Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we meet with uh, superintendents, meet with public health to get direction, and uh, they were not confident that by October, um, our numbers would be changing. And uh, if we get into October, then we really have to question ourselves, uh, do you want to come back to an A-B schedule if, you know, you only have about a month until the flu season hits. So um, th that's what's going on with that. I wanna be clear that we would all like that. I wanna be clear that if things improve dramatically in the next month, we will give that option. Um, and uh, we will uh, go over this in detail with our school board members uh, next week and go over our distance learning plan with, with that caveat of if numbers improve. But I wanna be clear that as of right now, we are all planning on a uh, fall semester online. Yeah, and I think when we posted that yesterday, we got uh, actually a lot of co positive comments where uh, teachers and parents were saying, well, good, we, we have a direction and we can focus on distance learning rather than multiple scenarios. Yeah, absolutely. We can't we can't keep going back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's get into the questions and please um, continue to ask your questions in the uh, comments. Uh, we do have, like you said, a couple people who are responding. If we don't, if we're not able to say those out loud. Um, but the first one we want to get to is. You talked about how we got to where we are now. Um, someone saw on the news that the school year may start at a later, later day, possibly the day after Labor Day. Is this still the case now with full distance learning? No, we will be starting on August 12th with full distance learning. Gotcha. No need to delay now that we're all going uh, uh, online. Okay. Um, so uh, just someone wants to know what the uh, what the district's plan is. What's the student's day uh, gonna look like uh, schedule-wise with distance learning? Um, well, we are working on a number of different scenarios um, uh, with our union, and I don't want to expand on that too much because we need to come to an agreement with them. Um, but I want parents and the community to know it will be very different from the spring um, there is a very aggressive uh, ac accountability um, uh, standards with uh, attendance and participation and live instruction. Um, so you can uh, definitely plan on a, uh, uh, a much, you won't, you won't even be able to, um, uh, the difference will be extreme from the spring. We were in an emergency in the spring and we didn't have a lot of time to um, prepare. Uh, it will be 100% different this fall. Yeah, that was kind of a, a sentiment going around was, you know, is this going to be the same thing that we went through in the spring? Um, you know, my students get anything out, didn't get anything out of it. Teachers weren't really into it, but 
um, like you said, we, um, that was sprung, <laughs> pardon the pun, upon us, and we did the best we could with what we had at that point. Absolutely. All right. Um, but this will be a recurring theme that comes up throughout these questions. Um, someone wants to know how many classes uh, must a student take? Um, again, these are uh, strict guidelines too. Every student must have 240 instructional minutes per day. A junior and a senior in a college course must have 180 minutes per day. If we are on an alternating day schedule, which is likely um, for distance learning, that would equate to three courses per day. Uh, if we're on a regular seven period day, our traditional schedule for ninth and 10th graders, we expect them to take seven periods. For uh, 11th and 12th, um, we expect them to take at least five. Uh, certainly, we are flexible with college courses and uh, making accommodations um, for uh, students with uh, special opportunities or needs. Okay. We did have this question come up a lot, um, and it's uh, regarding teachers um, being uh, having access to their classrooms. And I want to read this question. Um, it says, are, are teachers going to be mandated to work from their classrooms? Um, it would sure help. Uh, it'd be a huge help if teachers who have, you know, children of their own uh, also to have the option of working from home so they can take care of their families. But, um, you know, if you realize there are some teachers who did not follow protocol during the spring. So we understand the need for accountability. Um, but people want to know, are teachers going to have access to their rooms? Is that going to be mandated? And as well, if they do have young ones, can they bring them into the classroom with them? during the day. Okay, I'm going to dance around this one uh, a little bit because this is also under negotiations. Um, yes, teachers will have access to their rooms. Um, several other districts have indicated that they will allow staff in certain situations to bring children to work. And CISC has indicated they may be providing a waiver to allow that type of situation. Um, this is something we need to uh, discuss with DTA, um, but absolutely uh, staff will, will have ac access and everyone should kind of understand where we're coming from, what our position is likely going to be. We can only guarantee the online experience when our teachers are at school. We have the infrastructure at our sites to make sure that happens. When someone's at home, we, I can't guarantee what happens at, at, at someone's home. So uh, we have requirements that, that we are expected to, uh, to meet. And um, again, we will work with our union on this. Okay. Um, so you, uh, if, if I brought this up, if you wouldn't mind clarifying for those who aren't, um, you know, edgy speak with DTA, what does that mean as far as negotiations and, and why we don't have the hard answers right now? Well, anytime, this, this is a huge change in working conditions. So anytime there is a change in working conditions for our union, whether it's DTA, which is our certificated or teaching staff, or it is CSEA, uh, our classified employees, we need to negotiate with them the items of concern for both us and for them. 
and that uh, takes a while. Um, I, I speak with uh, uh, Mr. Pust um, often, and those negotiations have gone uh, uh, pretty well the entire summer. Um, our unions have worked, both unions have worked really well with us, as I have stated on uh, previous Fridays, and I would expect that uh, uh, to continue, but certainly we have some issues to, to work out. Right. And it just goes to show that we are taking everything in consideration. These decisions aren't just made, um, you know, in a vacuum. There are many things we need to consider. Absolutely. All right. Um, so if teachers are required to work from their classrooms, will uh, webcams be made available uh, to them? Um, we know that there's another option could be Chromebooks. Um, they've heard that Chromebooks uh, have a potential for lag issues, especially while using Zoom. Um, and a direct internet connection would be the most desirable. Yes, Mr. Parlay's uh, question here, and the answer to that is yes, web webcams have been ordered for all teacher stations, along with MiFi's, to make sure we have no interruptions. All right, next question. Um, are teachers receiving uniform training on how to teach online effectively? Has the district looked at online resources developed by universities? or talk to them, uh, the universities, because they have been doing this for such a long time? Uh, yes, the um, district has been talking to universities, and yes, our teachers will re receive uh, standard training. Um, now, now that the decision to, to pivot uh, to distance learning um, uh, has been made, um, everyone will be trained prior to uh, uh, August 12th. Yes, yeah, so we welcome the opportunity to learn from um, anyone and everyone, and we have had uh, multiple staff working on this for many months. All right, um, this next question came up a lot. Um, previously, when we said uh, we were going to AB, that um, AP classes wouldn't be offered online, um, but there were options as far as the college and, and AP Scout. Um, now someone wants to know, now that we're going completely distance learning for everybody for the whole semester, will AP courses be um, available? Yes, students will have full access uh, basically to the uh, classes that they uh, requested uh, in the spring. And, you know, I, I would say up to 90% of those classes will be offered and the same with staff that, you know, know what they're teaching. Um, those schedules will, will be very similar. Um, and of course, Dr. Aguilar, if you have anything to add that you think would be, you know, very uh, helpful for our viewers, uh, feel free to do so, because um, this is your, your, your department that we're speaking about. Um, or anything that pops up in the chat box that you think, you know, we should get out, feel free to, you know, bring it up. <clears throat> I see a quick, I'll answer a quick question just because yep. I saw why you were talking there. It said, uh, when do you expect negotiations to conclude? Uh, I would expect that in the next week or two. All right. Um, okay, so uh, oh, speaking of Merced College, if uh, students do choose uh, to take courses at Merced College, does the district, does MUHSD provide financial assistance uh, for any fees that may arise for students that may not be able to afford it? Uh, answer to that one. Courses that are labeled California College Access Pathway or CCAP are free to MUHSD students. Check out the equivalent, 
equivalency um, uh, courses on our webpage, and I believe Sam, you will send you sent that link. I know last week. Yeah. And uh, Sam will send that out again this week. And and why I'm uh, talking about Sam, I I want everyone to know that uh, last weekend, Sam came up with the uh, SOS campaign. And that campaign has taken off across the state, Save Our School Year. And uh, a number of districts in our region, our county office, um, along with uh, other counties and other regions of the state have, have picked that up. And I just uh, want to commend Sam. He's, he's done a great job in helping us communicate everything that needs to be communicated. Um, and uh, really promoting uh, what needs to happen here. And what needs to happen is our COVID numbers need to go down and level off. And why I'm speaking about that, when I say that, um, uh, public health told us that it's going to take about a month if our community steps up. If our community steps up, it's going to take about a month to level off. And then it needs to stay level. So there's about a two month lag time in this process. Um, so again, I, I just encourage everyone to talk to your friends, your family, families, your neighbors, uh, about the need to follow the precautions. We did it once, Merced County. You know, we did it. We did a great job at the end of March and April and, and all of May. And you saw those numbers decline in May and, and into June. But, but then when we opened back up, you know, everybody kind of did their thing a little bit. And uh, we, we lost the focus. We can do two things at once. We can be safe and we can work. We can do it. We just have to, to, to focus on it. Right. Thank you for uh, the kudos. And yeah, if, when you guys do see those uh, social media posts where we're, you know, we're challenging the communities that we serve, you know, Merced, Outwater, Livingston to um, help, you know, save our school year, um, share them, you know, or create your own if you like, where, you know, you put out, uh, what are the things you can do? Put on, wear a mask in public, wash your hands frequently, social distance, you know, stay out of the large gatherings for now. Really, we want, even though we are saying that we're going online the first semester, like you said, it doesn't mean that if the numbers flip, we can't come back and, and you know, let our students get back to where they should be. Um, so, Amen. Okay. Um, all right, picking back up. I know that the uh, in-person, this is the next question. I know that the in-person AB schedule is off for now, but will they be grouped as such for distance learning? Will my daughter be in, dis in distance learning every day or two days a week? Um, students will be grouped uh, by the classes they're taking, obviously. Um, we will be working on the, the schedules. Again, I don't want to uh, comment on that because it, it uh, has not been set yet and we need to, to negotiate that schedule. So, um, again, I've been very open about the, the fact that uh, we will most likely need to group specific periods each day rather than seven periods all day long. All right. 
Um, next question, um, and this has to do with um, CTE and, and labs. Um, how will uh, shop classes, lab classes, and other hands-on classes be taught under distance learning? And if there is no lab or shop classes, how does a student complete graduation and college entrance requirements? You know, what happens, also what happens to those teachers of those courses? Um, all of our courses, um, regardless of how difficult it's going to be, have to be taught online. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Uh, if you are a CTE teacher, uh, if you are a band teacher, or, or any teacher really, it, it, it's going to be uh, difficult. But that specifically for our hands-on classes, uh, in our labs, that's that's going to be difficult, and we're going to have to do the very best we can um, with the resources we have. And as as I said about the spring, we are going to be um, better trained and better equipped uh, to handle that. Uh, you know, with regard to best practices um, um, in the delivery of online instruction. So. We'll do the best we can with the circumstances we have. All right. Um, I've seen this come up in the chat a couple of times. People are asking if the decathlon uh, will be offered this year. Uh, it's decathlon and CTE, and yes, they will be offered. Great. Um, someone here, I'm just seeing this question. Uh, someone is saying they have a freshman, incoming freshman, and they haven't heard anything about classes. Um, can you? address that can you speak to that i mean is that just something we're not we're not there yet yeah i mean we you know the the this, this decision um uh from the governor uh took us a few days to um uh really go through and and look at all the requirements and and uh come up with a uh, uh the best path forward so i would expect um Everyone at the site, like our counselors, will be back uh, July 31st. Our administrators are back next week. Um, folks need to understand, uh, you know, that, that may not be up to speed on uh, uh, K-12 education, that we really don't have a lot of staff around in July. Uh, our staff is contracted. Um, there are classified employees that work year-round. Um, our principals and admin, uh, usually there is somebody there most of the time in July, but that's the time of the year that they are off. Um, and all sites will be coming back to life next week. Um, so you can expect um, uh, opportunities next week from the district office um, where we're going to have an open chat line where parents can call in. We'll have a few different opportunities during the week. Um, and, and as we uh, build toward the opening of school, we'll shift that conversation to the school site the following week with, with principals um, and site administration uh, holding online chats. So all of uh, your questions can get answered um, uh, from a site perspective. I can give you the district perspective, but most of you want the nitty gritty on how it's going to affect your student. Um, and, you know, so I'm, I'm, I can give you the you know, 10,000 foot view um, uh, today from the district office, um, but the specific site level uh, situation, we're, we're probably a full week 
uh, away from uh, principals and administrators and counselors um, making those opportunities available uh, to you, both online and uh, possibly in person by appointment. And I want to point out this comment from Cheryl in the chat uh, box that um, she's letting all parents know, please make sure your information is correct in Aries and Parent Square and that the phone numbers and emails for those two platforms match. That's, that's a great Yes, point. a great point. Please double check all your information in Aries and Parent Square and make making sure you're getting the uh, messages from uh, sites in the district office. All right, a uh, question about the library. Can the library figure out some ways to take orders for materials and deliver them outside and have them returned? Absolutely, they can. All right. Um, question about um, extracurriculars, uh, specifically what's happening to band uh, for students enrolled in band classes or for students who do not have needed classes for their tracking, uh, like art three and alternate classes are not also available. What is happening to those students and the future of band and other extracurriculars? Uh, I, I don't see any of that changing um, under um, uh, distance learning. Everyone will have, uh, everyone's gonna be in a distance learning environment and all of our courses are going to be offered. Um, so students will have access to band. Uh, and, and Sam, I think we missed a, a question on the previous page about, uh, oh, no, we didn't. It's coming up. Athletics. I'm sorry. My bad. Okay. Um, well, and you're uh, a very, I just want to expand on this. As far as extracurriculars, you've been very outspoken about how important those are, um, you know, for uh, school involvement and students being successful. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, that that's the the... Those are the number one programs that connect students um, to school. Band, ag, our clubs, athletics. We have 45% of our students involved in athletics. That's, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest, that's why a lot of kids come to school. And uh, those, those uh, programs are incredibly important. We fund those programs, we believe in those programs. Um, and we will keep all of them as strong as possible through this pandemic, um, at, you know, as we are able um, uh, from, from the health department. Um, I know it's frustrating. Um, I, believe me, I know. Um, and, and as soon as they allow us to uh, come back with some of those opportunities, we will. Yeah. And we have faith in, in all of our uh instructors that they're going to create uh, an online experience that they will, you know, students will, will really, um, you know, they'll make the most out of it with what they can do. Sure. I mean, whether it's band or athletics, um, uh, you know, if, if you're, you're signed up for an athletic class, um, that, that's all going to take place. Your coach is going to talk to you. Um, you're, you're going to have workouts that uh, he's going to show you. Um, uh, I don't know exactly how all that will look, but those things need to continue. Um, uh, our athletes that are listening and parents of athletes, they need to keep working um, uh, on their own. Uh, help them um, connect with their, their coaches, at least uh, you know, on the phone or online. And I'm sure, well, I know all that's happening anyway, but um, absolutely, all those things need to be tended to. All right, um, moving on to uh, a very big topic, uh, student mental, mental health. And um, 
of course, we're, we're very sensitive to the needs of all of our students, but this question is about mental health services the district will be able to offer if they can't be on campus, and also will there be opportunities for students to receive in-person mental health support? Yeah, counselors uh, will be available to support students and make referrals as needed. Um, counselors will have Zoom accounts um, they can use with students. Uh, our student support managers um, uh, who deal with uh, uh, critical issues will also be working with students to provide for their mental health concerns. I also want to be clear about this, and this will be posted front and center on websites in the next week. There will be walk-up access for mental health issues in students with critical needs that need to be seen in person. We have to offer that. Um, uh, it's critical for our community. I, I think we all uh, witnessed and heard uh, about uh, uh, issues in our community in the spring and not having those services uh, available. So um, you can expect that. Um, you also can expect a, a walk-up help desk at every site. So uh, different sites will decide on how that is manned and where it is manned, but um, people need uh, uh, physical help sometimes with uh, wh whether it's their Chromebook or uh, our networking issues or curricular issues. So there will be two live on-site um, access points for mental health and then also for uh, technology and, and curricular needs. Okay. Uh, and that just reminded me, and we still will be uh, making the uh, food service available for all students. Of course, food service uh, will be available. All right, a uh, note here from the chat box, um, Dr. Aguilar says that until counselors will return, uh, feel free to contact him, and he listed his um, email address and uh, he will meet uh, with those parents about signing up for Merced College courses. So there you go. Make sure that that's Thank you, great. Dr. Aguilar. All right. Um, next question. Um, uh, someone wants to know if counselor, well, <laughs> ladies, in the next question, um, counselors, uh, can they come back early uh, to help students? Counselors will be back on July 31st. Yeah. And that's contract specific. All right. Um, Next one, uh, with announcement of distance learning for the entire first semester and the announcement of the CIF, from the CIF on July 20th um, regarding pushing the beginning of fall sports into um, December, uh, January, um, what is the district's decision on sports, athletics, and if and when the governor and the county health department allows youth sports to continue, will student athletics be allowed on campus to resume workouts? Um. Yes, as, as soon as uh, our numbers decrease, I, I, I'm gonna say it again and again this morning, I'm gonna say it next week, we need our numbers to decrease so these things can happen. Um, even if we are uh, fully online, if our numbers decrease and we are able to have in-person um, um, athletics and, and practice, absolutely we will do it. Um, as, as soon as public uh, health allows us to. So uh, again, it's, it's all about decreasing the COVID numbers yeah. to make any of these things happen. Um, I, I just wanna comment on CIF real quick. Um, 
what they have created for our students um, is well thought out um, and uh, appropriate for this situation. Most of the state is going to be online in the fall. So they have, for those that uh, uh, haven't been paying attention to this issue, they have created an entire three-sport season in the spring. And, um, it, well, I said that wrong. There's a two-sport season in the spring, and all sports are within those two seasons of sport. So um, I, I really uh, thought that was creative. Um, and it, it was a way to make sure um, all of our seniors, um, who I, I'm sure are, are, are deeply disappointed at this point, get an opportunity if possible. Um, yes, the seasons will not be as long, but they will happen. We'll get the opportunity and um, we will make the best of it uh, uh, in the spring. So it gives everyone hope. And we all have to do our part to see that that dream and that hope becomes a reality. All right. Um, and obviously you're very passionate. You being uh, you were an athlete yourself coming up through high school and, and coaching as well. So um, you have a very big background, very big proponent for that to become reality. Yes, I do. All righty. Um, can the district develop, uh, you spoke a little bit about this, maybe you can talk uh, maybe a little more about, about, can they develop a live chat for folks to go to? Uh, yeah, as I stated before, we'll do uh, some live chats at the district level next week, and then we will move those live chats um, to the site level the following week. All right, and uh, Mr. Mr. Moran is asking if we can uh, possibly do one in Spanish as well. But. Sure. Definitely. All right. Uh, can there be an interactive FB, um, not just with the superintendent talking and answering questions, um, some sessions with some parents and students invited as well? Absolutely. Of course. All right. So watch out for those coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, this one, uh, I'm going to read. It's a, it's a little long, but I want to make sure I get the, um, the gist out. So, um, the person states, I do appreciate that you're available to speak on Facebook. I do appreciate that information is available in Hmong, uh, Spanish, and Mien. And that's because we put it on YouTube. If you put on the captions, you can change it to the, the language um, that, that you prefer. Um, however, I'm asking if you can please make the announcement available in American Sign Language per ADA compliance. Um, the interpreter needs to be certified to relay the message accurately. ASL is a verbal language, not written or a substitution of English. If you can, please address this issue from now on and for all future announcements. We, the deaf and hard of hearing community, would really appreciate it. Uh, and the answer is yes, we will absolutely uh, uh, do our best to provide that resource. Okay. We just need to look into just how we can make that happen, basically. What yeah, and if anyone out there uh, is certified, uh, please uh, uh, email Sam or myself, and, and we will work with you to make that happen. Yeah. I've seen, I, I can reach out to um, Fresno Unified. I see they started doing that, so I can see what, what program they're using. Sure. <clears throat> All right, uh, a couple more uh, things. Um, someone wants to know about uh, teacher accountability. Um, that needs to come into play, they're saying, in the next uh, over-distance learning. 
um, timely feedback uh, to students is, is going to be key, they're saying. Yeah, absolutely. I, and there's really not, not a choice in this. It's all, it's all built into the uh, budget and the law um, on, on expectations for uh, our teaching staff and expectations for students. Um, it's going to be different this year. Um, there's going to be live instruction. Um, there will be quality instruction and there will be timely feedback um, and expectations, you know, for, for everyone. So the answer is yes. Those uh, um, issues that happened in the spring will, will uh, absolutely be improved. All right. Next question. Um, well, statement really. Um, kids are concerned about building relationships uh, with their fellow students, teachers, and staff. Um, they recommend breakout rooms and icebreakers uh, for students, uh, changing the breakout rooms every week so they can all just meet each other. Yeah, uh, again, uh, absolutely. I, I think anyone that uh, has learned to use Zoom and um, uh, anyone that's going to provide instruction on Zoom uh, will learn about the breakout rooms and uh, that, that's everyone's concern um, uh, for this semester is uh, the social aspect of school and, and, and frankly it's why, why we need to provide uh, on-site uh, education as soon as we possibly can. Right, which is why we need to <laughs> challenge our communities again to do what it's going to take to get to that point. Um, we have some uh, ideas for uh, you know, have an online orientation, uh, possibly for freshmen and uh, and their parents. You know what they should expect. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I think we're going to have uh, online uh, orientation spe specifically for uh, ninth graders at the sites. Um, and again, there needs to be opportunities for all grades and parents and students to get their uh, questions answered. So, um, again. Not this following week, but the first week of August, uh, you can expect to um, uh, have access to those opportunities uh, at your school site. Alrighty, um, I got a question in the chat box about parents who don't uh, use tech. How how are we reaching out to them? What are the how how are they you know getting the information about what's what's coming up in the coming? Uh, well, I hope their Parent Square information is accurate, and if they're not on Parent Square, um, we will send out our hard copy uh, mailers. They need to look in the mail that will kind of summarize um, not all of this information, but all of the key information, and tell them how to um, uh, get a hold of folks at the site that they need to talk to. Yeah. And definitely they can reach out to their um, their primary site and you know just do it over the phone. Absolutely. Call the yeah. principal's office. They're there now. All right. That works through all those um, old, you know, media that it's still there. It still works. So utilize it. Um, someone was asking about our plan as far as uh, reaching out to our stakeholders and how we're uh, how we've been communicating. They want to know how how that's you know what. I lost the question, but they, it, was, it was a good one because they, they cited a, an EdSource article about how parents need to play a role or they need a, a say in, in the upcoming distance learning plan. So what has been our plan as far as reaching out to our stakeholders and getting their input thus far? 
Well, I, I, I know our Ed Services uh, Department has spoken with parents all summer long. Uh, I encourage any parent that wants to give feedback. Um, I've, I, a number of parents have emailed me. Um, any parent that wants to give feedback on how to make this plan uh, as strong uh, and sound as possible, please do so. Email me, email Dr. Aguilar, email Sam with your thoughts and um, uh, we will certainly take them uh, under consideration. But uh, as far as communicating with everyone, uh, I'm doing this every Friday. Um, we will uh, create opportunities next week uh, where you can um, uh, talk to different district office uh, uh, officials by uh, subject, uh, for example, Christy Johnson, special education, um, so all of our various staff, we will make that available and get that out, uh, much like I'm talking uh, to you. Uh, and, and again, the most important thing is that you're communicating uh, uh, with your site. And anyone that has any uh, critical questions right now, please uh, email your principal. Right. Um, so it goes back to what we were saying before. This July is typically a, a quiet time, but things are really going to start ramping up here. Uh, once August comes around. Yeah, and I can I can tell you right now I mean, this isn't has not been a normal summer for anyone. Everybody's been at work and uh, Even if they're out of town, they're working and um, uh, I know our site uh, admin has been doing the same thing. I know our teachers have been online uh, looking and, and using our, our innovative uh, opportunities and um, I encourage them to keep doing that and uh, certainly our classified staff uh, has been working hard this entire summer also. So um, everybody's been been focused on providing the, the best opportunity we can, the safest opportunity we can for our students this fall. All right. Uh, I see a question here about uh, training. Um, what's being done to help train teachers to be effective in the distance learning environment? Uh, yeah, we will, for those of you that missed that at the beginning, we will have... Uh, uh, multiple opportunities uh, for training for teachers prior to the start of school. Alrighty, um, those are the questions I've seen. Dr. Aguilar, anything you've seen in there that we haven't covered? No? Okay. Alright, and we do have a, a hard out, so we're gonna end this at just in just a couple minutes, but I wanted to get one more question that I just kind of thought of um, and just to close it out. What can uh, students and parents and staff do in the meantime, you know, while we're waiting for um, people to come back and really just ramp up, what, what, what sorts of things can they be doing to get ready for distance learning? Um, well, well, let me talk about distance learning first, but before we close, I, I just want to challenge everyone again. I, I know I've said this over and over, but for our students to have any sort of normalcy this year, we need our community to step up like they did in March and April. And so for, whether you're a student, whether you're a parent, a neighbor, please model the behavior, talk about it. Um, people need to understand that uh, the entire school year is at risk if we do not step up. And so it's a, uh, uh, we all have to work together as a community to make this happen. Um, 
from a distance uh, a, a learning point of view, um, they'll be getting those uh, resources from uh, their site. Um, but I encourage them to, to go on the internet and Google best practices um, uh, from a student's point of view and from a parent's point of view. We will have resources that come out uh, quickly on, on uh, uh, what, what parents can do to assist uh, their child on distance learning. So all those are, are forthcoming. Um, please be patient with that. Uh, all of that takes time. We just you know, shifted gears uh, 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 last Friday with the governor's mandate. And so, um, yes, we will have uh, plenty of information forthcoming on that. All right. Um, so go ahead and sign off and we will play you out. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you next Friday at 9 a.m. Have a great weekend.